Hey guys, and welcome back to the Beyond the Budget podcast, where we focus on helping you create a budget that works for you so you can focus on what's beyond the budget, the life that you want to live. In today's episode, we're going to talk about why budgets are important, and we're going to go into four things that I recommend you consider before you start a budget. This is part one of a multi-part series on creating an intentional budget that fits your goals. So, First of all, I just want to say thank you guys for anyone who has left a review on this podcast so far. Reviews on the podcast, um, they help visibility. So when you leave a review, you give other people a chance to know whether or not you felt like listening to this podcast was worthwhile. So if you could take 30 seconds to leave a review, if you're on Apple or Google or whatever um, place you're, you're listening to this right now, or if you're driving, if when you stop, you don't mind leaving a review, I would really appreciate it. And it would go a long way to growing this podcast. All right, so let's get down to business. Why is a a budget important? Budgets are essential. And you guys, if you follow me on Facebook, if you listen to me at all, you know that I am a budget advocate. And simply put, a budget is a plan for spending your money while simply tracking, if that's what you're doing, if you're like, oh, I'm tracking my money, that's enough, right? If you're tracking or if you don't pay attention at all, that's just keeping a record of how you spend your money. By creating and sticking to a budget, you can avoid overspending, you can reduce your debt, you can achieve your financial goal, whatever your goal is. It's gonna come down to or boil down to having a budget or if you wanna call it a money plan, if you wanna call it a financial power plan, whatever you wanna call it at its core, it's more than likely really a budget. So it's like this, the budget is your roadmap for where you want to go. So say your goal, you have this abstract goal of like financial security and like, you know, or a a yacht on some, I don't know, somewhere. It's gonna come down to allocating your funds to what you really, really want. And that's all that a budget is. A budget can include your goals, um, landmarks, and strategic steps that you will take um, to get you where you want to go. While, like I mentioned before, if you're simply tracking, that's just a way to determine the actions that you've taken or you're going to take, I guess, in the future. Normally what tracking means is that you've already done something or you're in the process of doing something. And it's just like a little, a little spot in time, right? So imagine, um, you are getting on the scale every day, right? I love my fitness analogy. So here's a fitness analogy for you. Every day you get on the scale and you're tracking your weight, Okay, now you are going to be creating awareness by checking your weight. You'll know if you gain and you'll know if you lose. But if your goal is to bodybuild and you don't have any type of like calorie plan or meal plan or anything like that that's guiding your actions, it doesn't really matter if you're aware, I guess, unless awareness was your goal in the first place of how much you weigh, right? And also that number doesn't really tell you much. It tells you how much you weigh, but it doesn't tell you like your body fat composition. It doesn't say what you look like or anything like that. So simply tracking is not enough is where I'm getting at here. You need to create a budget or a plan. And that's the best way, the easiest way, the most direct and results driven way to reach your financial goals. So let's think about it like this. You want to get out of debt. How do you know how much you can, you actually, you can put towards your debt if you don't have a budget, you want to make more money, right? To reach some goal that you have, or just so you have more money, you feel more secure, or you want to build your emergency fund. How do you know how much more money you need to make to build your emergency fund? If you don't have a budget, you want to buy a house. How, how do you know how long it'll take you to save for the down payment? How do you know how much house you can afford in the first place? You won't know without a budget. Okay. So again, simply put, it's a budget is a tool to help you reach your financial goals. Now, when it comes to creating a budget, it's pretty simple. 
on paper, you track your expenses and see how much you're spending and you list all your income sources and then your expenses. You ensure to include all, include all your monthly expenses and things like groceries and gas. Then you just take your income, you allocate it to each expense category, right? Actually, not really, because there's this thing called people and personality and and mindset and things like that that go into it. If it were that simple, everybody would be doing it. In next week's episode, I'm going to cover how exactly I recommend creating a budget, including categories for spending and adjusting expenses. So stay tuned for part two. What we're going to cover, though, in this episode is four things to consider before creating a budget. So let's first discuss the role of intentionality in your budget. According to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary Online, intentional means done on purpose or deliberate. This means being mindful of your spending habits and conscious about your choices about where your money goes. And I know what you're thinking, like, oh, dang, Tanyelle. Here we go again with intentionality, with mindset, and blah, blah, blah. But I'm telling you, you have to check your mind before you set out to look at the numbers or the odds are not in your favor. Statistically, you're going to fail if you don't consider the cost and prepare yourself before you set out on your financial journey. I'm going to challenge you to consider four questions before you dive into making your budget and not just making your budget, but making a financial or lifestyle change. If you're not driving, I want you to take a sheet of paper and make a vertical and horizontal line to separate the paper into four parts. If you would like to do columns, you can do columns instead. Um, it does, really doesn't matter as long as you have four parts on your paper. I want you to write down a word at, in each of the squares or at the top of each of the columns. I want you to write who, what, why, and when. And we're going to go through and I want you guys to just off the top of your head, or if you want to pause in between, you can totally pause and think about it before you write down your response. But I want you to consider four things. Number one, we're going to start with who, okay? Who can help you on this journey? If you're going to succeed, you need accountability. You're going to need support. You probably have some knowledge gaps or somebody who you're going to need to learn from and a host of other skills and services as well. And if you need accountability and one-on-one expertise, you can join my coaching program, the Beyond the Budget program, where we do 30 days, uh, sorry, I'm sorry, uh, excuse me. We do three months of uh, working one-on-one together. We have one-on-one sessions and we go through the different programming and mindset things directly with me. Or you can tap into some free resources uh, like my email list or newsletter this podcast or other podcasts, um, books by different authors. There's a plethora of different different information out there for you to determine your preferred method and for you to have some accountability. There's Facebook groups and all kinds of stuff. But I want you just to write down, if you know yourself, are you a person who likes to learn by listening? Do you need to be in a group format? Do you need some one-on-one support? Who can help you on this journey? And one of the things I want to mention here is to be aware of, is to be aware of passive learning. Okay. You can listen to podcasts and you can read books and not actually take action. So really be aware of like actually applying what you're learning and what you're hearing to your life and make sure that you are an absorber of information as well as an actor on the information, not just a sponge, okay? You want to actually utilize the information that you have. That one was for free. I just added that in because it's one of the things I feel like holds people back is when you just listen and listen and listen and listen, but you don't ever do anything with what you have you have heard. All right, the next one is what? What are you willing to compromise? 
Notice I didn't say give up. And let's be honest, there will is going to be a time during this process that you will have to make some trade-offs. For example, society wants us to believe that we shouldn't be uncomfortable. We should get everything we want and budgets are like handcuffs. But that's simply not true. They are roadmaps that we create for ourselves so we can live the life that we want to live. So there will be some compromise. And you probably already know some things off the top of your head like, oh no, maybe I should sell that boat. Or, you know, I don't want to give up my lattes, but maybe I can go less often. I know lattes get a really bad rap, but let's be honest though, $7 at Starbucks every morning is kind of ridiculous. Um, unless, I don't know, that's what you love. And if that's what you love, you're, you're going to have to compromise something else if you need to reach a goal. Okay. So what are you willing to compromise? You might not know right now what you're willing to compromise. Is it something that you need to free up your time for so that you can do something on your own and not pay somebody else to do it? Just kind of brainstorm and think about things that off the top of your head, you feel like won't really hurt you to compromise at this point. And then once you get into creating your budget, I think that when you get through that clarity portion, you really, really see, I love to, to show people the expense something has over the course of a year, because it kind of shocks the system. We live in a subscription type of a culture. So like $5 a month doesn't seem all that terrible, but $60 a year sounds different than $5 a month. So um, that maybe can create awareness around it. And you might add some things to that category as you move on. But for right now, if you have something off the top of your head, then you can go ahead and write that in that box. The next one, I think, honestly, we should have led with, um, it's one of the most important of these four questions. And that's why are you doing this? Why are you getting on a budget? I asked this question because to be honest, you probably don't really want to get out of debt. That's probably like not why you're doing this. If debt wasn't viewed as something that was bad, then most people wouldn't really care. And if they had extra money, then they definitely wouldn't care because that debt wouldn't be weighing on them. It wouldn't be keeping them um, from reaching a goal, another goal that they have. I know that's what you think you want, but what you probably really want is peace of mind or not to be stressed or to feel more secure. So on this one, I want you to close your eyes and think about how your financial situation makes you feel and how you want to feel. So whatever your reason is, that's gonna help motivate you to keep you sustained during this lifestyle change and hopefully keep you going once the newness wears off. But I want you to take your pen and I want you to write down how you feel now, okay? Then I want you to write down how you want to feel. And I'll give you a couple of examples in case you're still not understanding what I'm saying, okay? Right now I feel overwhelmed, but I want to feel in control, okay? Um, right now, I feel hopeless, but I want to feel optimistic about my future. So think about like, how are you feeling now? Are you feeling anxious? Are you feeling defeated? And then how do you want to feel once you've gotten more control of your money? Okay. Um, if there's something specific also that's a goal, that's your why, maybe retirement's coming up or something like that. Again, you want to be prepared for retirement, but that comes down to feeling secure. If it comes down to feeling taken care of and feeling like you have enough to sustain you doing your retirement. All right. And the very last one is when, and this one is pretty easy. Um, it generally will change as you go through your financial journey, as you start budgeting and you start working towards those goals, um, that you've previously stated, but when can you start? And this one is really important because I know that most of you guys probably think you could start right now and you can, you can start right now, but it's very important to you for you to consider your current situation and not set yourself up for failure. It may be a time where you need to take small baby steps. Okay. But it, you may also be in a position where you can go headlong. You can start throwing thousands. You got a big safety net. You've been, you know, this or that. 
And you can start your financial makeover and make progress within like eight, nine, 10 months. You can be completely done with it. Or you maybe have a opportunity that where you can make lots of extra money, but you might also be time strapped and you don't have a lot of extra money. So just think about when you can start and think about it realistically. Are you about to have a new baby? Probably need to not start something new in a situation where you're going to be stressed, but you might again also be in a space where you're free and you're able and you're ready to tackle the situation. All right, guys, so those are the four things I want you to consider before we get started into creating a budget and building on our financial goals. Keep this paper with you, look at it carefully and often, and use it as a guide. It's something for us to reflect back on. I think it'll be interesting if you, every few months, go back and look at it and see what's changed, see if how you're feeling has changed. Sometimes, um, especially on the why category, you might get three or four months down the road and you're like, oh, man, we've only paid off $2,000 or whatever you've paid off. But do you, do you feel more in control of your money? Do, are you sleeping better at night? Okay. Are you, um, can you see your money clearly? And are you making decisions based off of real facts instead of emotions? Those are all ways that you could check in with yourself besides just looking at the numbers, right? We're going beyond the budget. We're thinking about beyond the budget and our lifestyle that we're building. Okay. And the life that we, that we want to live, um, outside of the numbers. All right. So in conclusion, guys, That's it for today. If you want to take action and finally create a budget that works for you, stay tuned for the next few episodes for my framework for a healthy, sustainable budget to help you reach your goals. We're going to start at the basics and make our way all the way up to the quote unquote good stuff, side hustles, investing, and things like that. If you're listening and thinking, um, I've already been there and done that. I've heard all the podcasts. I've done all the things and I really don't think I can do this on my own. Feel free to go down in the show notes or to my website, tanyaleprice.com to schedule a complimentary 15 minute consultation. And we can talk together during that time to see if coaching with me might be the next step that you need to take to reach your financial goals. All right, guys, until next time, be blessed.